<laughs> warning! Warning! This podcast contains strong language and adult themes. Content warning can be found in the episode description. Welcome to Dungeons and Dopamine, a comedy D&D podcast where we exchange one fucked up hellscape for another. This week, I want to know if you could be any character in a film, who would you be? And why, I suppose? (laughs) Elaborate on it. Okay, cool. Um, (laughs) Who am I? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, um, I'm Helen Chantler and my character is um, Ada Bones. And she is a barbarian, a human. <laughs> um, <laughs> the character that Ada would most like to be is Christina Ricci's character Cat in the 1995 blockbuster Casper. I'm sure you can imagine why. Any guesses? Ghost, ghost hunting, yeah. Ghost. G- it's ghost. that scene at the end where Casper turns human and he says, can I keep you? Oh, oh. Spice. Yeah, creepy. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was a, an awakening of sorts for Ada. Um, and she spent many an evening as a preteen imagining that Casper, in fact, wanted to keep her. Oh. I think you are pushing it a bit with Blockbuster. <laughs> I think you'll find it gross. It did very well. Did it really? Is Macaulay Culkin in, in there? No. no. See? That's Home Alone, Jordan. It's <laughs> a different film. <laughs> They're both set in a house, right? <laughs> I'm slightly underprepared. I just read film, but I'm, I'm going to wing it. It's all what, good. Oh, you read what film would you be? Fucking <laughs> 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 <Walking> abstract. <laughs> Man, I, think, if you want. I think I read what would their favourite film be. Ah, uh, uh, okay. But that's fine. I'm going to. Yep. I'm going to wing it. So I'm Jordan. I'm playing the private investigator, London Cool, the half elf rogue. Um, London's character London would be in a film would be Christian Bale in The Prestige because that's what I based him off and and that's Alfred Borden the magician yeah because uh, London he bloody loves a bit of magic he does Mm. apparently I've just decided (laughs) (laughs) I will be accepting no further questions at this time (laughs) that is very prestige like I created you (laughs) I'll tell you what you like (laughs) and he gets to meet David Bowie oh yeah he does which is pretty neat um, neat trick that might be the weirdest casting decision of all time (laughs) I'm Nikola Tesla (laughs) don't know what voice that was It happens a few times, doesn't it, where Hollywood go, we need someone who's just so fucking weird. <laughs> Give David Bowie a <laughs> He'll do it. Right. Um, I need to ask a question quick. A Knight's Tale, is it called A Knight's Tale? Yeah. yeah. A Knight's Tale. A Knight's Tale. A Knight's Tale. A Knight's Tale. Cool. I think right. it might even have a subtitle as well, but no one uses it. <laughs> <laughs> only, only us diehard fans. <laughs> only us tailors. <laughs> Um, yeah, my, my name's Toby, and I play Tommy Elding, a fungineer from the pier who turns into an artificer. His favourite character from a film is uh, Count Adamar from A Knight's Tale. Oh, God. <laughs> He's just an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's the worst Such. person I could think of. Yeah. <laughs> it's either that or, <laughs> or Jasper from The Holiday, which is the same guy. It's the same oh, guy. It's the same guy. Rufus Sewell. Ruya always cast as an antagonist. Yeah. Oh, I love Night Cells so much. <laughs> That'd be a good double bill. Great double bill. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Rufus Sewell. A Rufus Sewell double bill. Just try and find some more films he's in and stuff. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Emily. I play Cassandra, a peer fortune teller who becomes a circle of the stars wood elf after entering the portal. The character in a film she would like to be is Katarina Stratford from 10 Things I Hate About You. <laughs> she thinks she's just an absolute badass and doesn't take any shit from anyone and doesn't care what anyone thinks about her. So it's pretty cool. Is she the one Is she the one who... Um... The one that goes out with Heath Ledger? Yeah. Yeah, that's also another reason. We've had a double Heath Ledger billing here. I was going to say, that yeah, would yeah. Yeah, yeah, be a better double bill. Yeah, we, we did watch 10 Things I Hate About You the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's aged really well. It's, it's, yeah, so, it's so good. Honestly, I recommend everyone go watch it right so away. Good. Brilliant. I like that Toby did what I would do, though, if I watched 10 Things I Hate About You. So, oh, this is good. But A Knight's Tale! <laughs> <laughs> a Knight's Tale also aged perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hello, my name's Ashley, and I'm playing Bear, a bard Goliath, and he would be... Truman from the Truman Show. (laughs) But instead of sort of trying to break free from his world, whilst it all crumbles around him, he'll just carry on and just assume his position. So Bear watches the Truman Show and thinks that Jim Carrey should just stop and just get with the program. He had such a good life. (laughs) That is so bleak. I love it. That's bear. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking bear. Man. Wow, cool. Hello, I'm Sun. Why am I saying it like that? <laughs> That's how you actually pronounce it. If yeah. I just is it? How do you actually Sunna. Sunna. Yeah, I just gave up years ago because I tried to teach the English people, and they're like, "What's that, Sun?" And I'm like, "No." Oh god. Sun. <laughs> it's fine. Wow. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Um, my name is Sana, and my character is Rowena Weathers, who is a primary school teacher and an owl in sorcerer. Bit of a lunatic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rowena isn't so big on films. She wasn't really allowed to watch them as a kid. But um, if she had to choose a film star that she really looks up to, that would be um, Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Ross the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. Um, what else do you need in your life? Landscapes and nice men. Landscapes and nice men. That's what we should have called the podcast. <laughs> that is so beautiful. I love that. Yeah. What about you, Dungeon Master? I don't like it when it comes around to me. Well, <laughs> don't know what to say to you. Um. The new Dungeons and Dragons movie who can sponsor us by contacting <laughs> <laughs> oh, Can Chris Pine be on the podcast? <laughs> That'd be fun. And Hugh Grant. Oh, <laughs> Is he? Like the secondary. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Is Martin McCutcheon in it as well? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. No, she's had her moment. Oh! oh! Actually, I just think I'd like Martin. I think Martin McCutcheon can listen to the podcast. She's allowed. Toby can take her or leave her. Yeah, Toby doesn't really like anyone though. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Tommy. <laughs> he likes Count Adamar. He's yeah. all right. Worked hard. 
Hard for his working. title. <laughs> Everyone looks past that. <laughs> Years of work. Heath Ledger cheated. Yeah. He nicked that bloke's armour. Are <laughs> genuinely siding with the bad guy here? There are rules for a reason. <laughs> to keep the peasants the people, down. <laughs> the people that are in charge should be in charge. You should stay in charge. <laughs> You can edit this. Yeah, yeah you can of, edit uh, this. <laughs> can put it right at the beginning. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> just, just before we begin, just a thought for the day. <laughs> London, London calls thought for the day. <laughs> I'd listen to that. <laughs> hey, it's London calling here. <laughs> <laughs> the people are in charge. <laughs> London calling. <laughs> Should I do a little recap? Do you remember where you were? I mean, how far back do I go? You all remember you. So you were on a ghost train. <laughs> okay, you came through the portal. You met Captain Samara. You met a brother who owns a pub called the Gerard's Way, a wounded emo establishment. <laughs> you, you, um, you met a few people. You met the council on the island. You met uh, Sonia Smash and Helga Hits of the Smash Hits Foundry. They sent you on a quest to go and uh, retrieve some ore to make some weapons. You went to the Isle of Horneck to a mine. You had a run-in with some knockers and a giant purple worm. You escaped and we left you sort of sailing back to Hope Bay, having completed your, your quest. Cool. So where are we now? Are we at the Gerard's Way? Yeah, so I think what we're going to do is we'll say it's the next day and you're all sat around a table early morning in the Gerard's Way. There's like sunlight streaming in through the open window. You can see down to the docks below. There's some big ships bobbing in the harbour and kind of people bustling about, setting up their market stalls and things. And yeah, you've just finished the Gerard's Way breakfast special. What's the special? Mm-hmm. What's the special? It's black pudding, black pumpernickel bread and black coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you really nice. wanted us to ask you, uh, that question. Yeah. <laughs> the please I've never seen any, anyone that ready. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought about trying to be like, hmm, what could... No, but I, I couldn't... I, I did some research. <laughs> um, and Sans is just collecting your plates. Sansa, the landlord of the Gerrard's Way. And um, he said, oh, what a brilliant night we had last night. What a tale you lot had to tell. What are you up to this morning? Well, I really think we should just try and figure out where the fuck we are and how we got here. I think You're in the Gerrard's Way! Oh, thanks, oh, Black pudding! <laughs> Coming right up. And then he goes to get black pudding. <laughs> Hang on, Sansa, do you know where Uma lives? Una. Sorry, I'm on my way! <laughs> and he laughs. Says, uh, yeah, she's she's always at the town hall. Is it is it Una or Uma? It's Uma. 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 <laughs> okay, cool. If it's okay with you, you guys, I think we should go and, and ask her some questions. Yes. Yes, sounds cool. good. Yeah. Who's got the ore? So smash hits. <laughs> so I that was... Who's got the ore? <laughs> Who's this? So you'd you'd recovered the ore from the island, but I think you gave it over to because uh, Smash Hits. Do you remember as you as you escaped the purple uh, worm? Oh, yeah. Smash Hits were there with the crew. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Scargill, yeah. the head of the miners' union, had come, and uh, <laughs> they were dealing with the purple worm. And they told you that to come find them the next day, basically when you get back to Hope Bay. Right? Should we hit up the town hall after uh, Bears finishes black pudding? Yeah, <laughs> let's go. I was going to try and burp, but I couldn't. Do it. <laughs> Sansa comes out with a plate of. Black pudding arrayed as a, as a uh, skull and crossbones on the plate. <laughs> I just smashed my face into it. 
add sound effect here. Yeah, <laughs> finding my notes for the town hall. Is it nearby? Hope Bay is quite small, isn't it? Yeah, Hope Bay is not very big. So you, you head out of the pub doors. You've got the sea in front of you and you, you take a left and the town hall is basically uh, next to the pub. So huh. the pub is sort of the best built stone building because there's lots of ruins in Hope Bay and they're sort of building on the ruins, this new settlement as it as it grows. And just, just a few hundred metres down from the pub, there's this big sort of wooden fort palisade with a couple of soldiers standing guard outside and you know that's a town hall because that's where you met the council before okay cool yeah yeah let's go in shall we hmm. yeah cool knock 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 no, sorry I'm not, I'm not I'm, I'm just trying to get my notes <laughs> hello <laughs> is anyone at home boy cunt <laughs> okay so you you get to the town hall there's a couple of guards on the door but they don't stop you as you as you go through and you go into sort of this big foyer entrance area through which you can see the big double doors leading into the council room where you met the council before um, and through there sort of sat on a table you can see Una sat behind a desk with a, like a huge stack of paper in, in front of her you definitely just said Una I've written down Una as well from our previous oh yeah it is session. Una yeah yeah Una <laughs> <laughs> Sansa pops up Sansa pops his head out from a door He's in the town hall now. And he's, Sorry about that. <laughs> Turns out I've been saying it wrong all these years. How embarrassing. <laughs> By then. And he wanders off whistling um, Fallout Boy. <laughs> cool. Which one? Which one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Um, the one that's in Big Hero 6. Oh, that's a... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's and not they, a fair uh, weather fan. He fucking loves it all. <laughs> Fair Some reason. <laughs> yeah, sub to him. So yeah, it is Una. You see Una sat behind a table writing with just a paper stacked around her. Um, and the room she's in, there's sort of a giant map table in the middle of the room. There's kind of a raised dais behind it, which is where the chairs of the council are. And over to the right is the desk where Una is sitting. Okay. Hello. <laughs> so you go in. Una looks up from her work and she goes, oh, well, if it isn't Brighthelm's most wanted... And she, she points to the wall and there's a, a chart on the wall and on the left are all different wanted posters and uh, they're arrayed in like lowest to highest and you guys are all at the top. That's fucking cool. Yeah. It's me! I'm so handsome! <laughs> <laughs> Why are we on that poster? She says, well, it, it came in with this morning's intelligence. It's just five years I've been top of that table. I don't know what you did to piss off the governor more than starting a literal revolution, <laughs> but it must have really annoyed him. <laughs> We haven't done anything. Yeah, which yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I wonder if he had to do anything with that worm. <laughs> oh, she said, maybe. "Oh, I heard about the worm. Yeah." She said, "I had no idea the mines were infested with giant worms. You did us a really good turn there. Thank yes, you." Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> we did all of it. You're so, welcome. Geese are the way forward. Mm. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> she points again at the wanted posters, and she says, "So you lot are all there, but who's that shady fella with you?" Is it the shadow? Fuck, I'm so shady, are they? Um, We met him in the prison and may have accidentally set him free. Squire, that was his name. His name wasn't Squire. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I'm pretty sure it was Squire. He did say Squire, yeah. Yeah, after after you called him Squire, yes. Um, She said, so he's not... He's not one of you. No, he's a creepy shadow man who I I think is bad. Maybe? he's, He's like an actual shadow. Yeah. Yes. Well, we didn't see a body. We just saw a shadow. Hmm. Is that normal around here? Well, I, mm, no. <laughs> the thing is, Una, you see, this, we were in this situation. It was really stressful. And I don't know if you've ever been in prison, but it's, it's bad times for everyone. And I just thought, 
we'll just let everyone out, you see. And um, so, yeah, my bad, but <laughs> we don't know. Maybe maybe they're, you know, all right. Well, she, she said, well, the, you know, the, the governor hates him as much as he hates you. So, I mean, you know, the enemy of our enemy will just presume he's a friend. Nice. That's a really, really clever saying. Wow. Okay. <laughs> cool. Could you um, tell us a bit more about this governor? The governor? She says, oh, well, what do you want to know? What's their real name? She says, I don't, I don't think anybody knows. He's been in power for so long. She says, he's the, he's the ruler of, of all Brighthelm and most of, the, most of the known lands now. He's been in charge for millennia. Mm. It's pork chop on the wanted one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine a little? <laughs> no, but underneath bear, in, uh, in in the list of all the things you're wanted for, one of them is um, Grand Pig Auto. Uh, Grand Pig, <laughs> Grand Theft Pig. <laughs> Grand Pig Auto. Grand, yeah, not Auto. Nice. That's so funny. <laughs> Grand Theft Pig. Grand Theft Pig. <laughs> Have you got any more ideas as to why? We're here. She says, no, I'm sorry. We've not got much further, but we've got agents on it. I, pr- I promise you. But there are a lot of needy people, but we are working on it. And you did us a really good turn over on Horneck. You know, so uh, we haven't forgotten you and we are looking into it. But it's just, you know, it's just bizarre. Like we've, you know, you don't seem to know where you are. No one here has ever heard of you. The governor has made you public enemy number one and not really explain why other than you escaped from palace prison. But you will say you don't know how you got there. And I'm taking you at your word and you got through that you got through the portal so i'm trusting that you're on our side and i'm trusting that what for whatever reason the governor wants you as i said the enemy of my enemy is my friend as long as it stays that way then then we'll be fine and we'll help you thank you we're good <laughs> is there anything else we can do to help the cause to help the cause and she uh, puts her head in her hands and picks up a big pile of papers she goes well I've got farmers who are too scared to go in their fields, builders who are too scared to go into the building site at night, and a bugbear who keeps complaining about weird noises coming out of the woods. So any of those things would be a great start. Jiffs, give us all of them. Give us all of them, love. <laughs> we'll take care of this. Farmers, builders, what was the last one? She said, oh, there's a, there's a, there's a bugbear who's been complaining about strange noises in the woods. Bugbear? A bugbear, yeah. Do you know what a bugbear is? No. <laughs> she has a kind of similar, similar looking to you, actually, Bard, but just covered in fur. Oh! Oh, yeah, I know. Brother! (laughs) (laughs) Father! (laughs) She says, look, you know, I'm not asking you to fix all of these problems, but maybe just, you know, settle in. I don't think we're going to find the answer overnight, but we are working on it. He said, last time I spoke to Silas, he was very excited about the items that you you gave him, London, and he's uh, he's working away on it. And he's convinced that your fate overlaps with the fate of the resistance. So we are working on it. Appreciated. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Do we have anything else to ask? Um, Well, I'd like to inquire more about these side quests that we have just been (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, we should go go get some tooled up first, and then we should maybe, when we're all tooled up and ready to go. You want you want the bugbear, don't you? You can ask her. You can ask her stuff. Do you know a weakness to a bugbear? <laughs> we're, we're hitting the town shortly and we maybe need to... Well, it's not Bear's voice at all. Yeah. <laughs> Very proper. <laughs> so you, do, you, do you want a lozenge or something? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Just clear your throat. Yeah. <laughs> do you know the weakness to a bugbear? She says, mm, well, I think this bugbear has a particular weakness... For sweet treats. Sweet treats? He's not a threat. He's he he runs the general store, Bramwell. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not a bad guy. <laughs> he said, well, he said, I, 
I don't think he's a bad guy, no. I think we need to investigate him. <laughs> uh, and do we know any more about these farmers? Just quickly why I have you here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she picks, she uh, shuffles to the papers on her desk and she picks one up. And she says, apparently the farmers are saying strange things are happening in the fields. Um, what have we got? Uh, crops rotting, things going missing, uh, people seeing things moving and reports of someone being attacked last night. That sounds like poltergeist activity to me. Yeah, sounds spooky. Um, she says, well, uh, what, whatever it is, they're, they're refusing to work past sunset um, and they're refusing to work alone. And we, we can't afford that. You know, harvest season's upon us. We need to get that grain in if we're going to survive another winter on this yes, island. Yes, grain's important. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy rule 101. Yeah. Got grain. your fucking grain. <laughs> um, and just a quick, just any, any more info on the builders? Says, oh, well, the only area really suitable to expand the settlement in is is in the old ruins. Um, old ruins. But behind here. We've been building there for, for years, but the last, the last couple of weeks, the, oh, the builders, I don't know, they've, they've got themselves all worked up about something. They've refused to start working in a whole section of the ruins. Um, and they want... The problem is all of these people want Commander Drovak and his soldiers to go around and deal with the problem, but, well, you met Commander Drovak. He hasn't really got time for superstition or, you know anything other than stabbing people really um mm. uh, we, we have time yeah <laughs> yes so she's, look if you if you can look into these things that would be very much appreciated yes excellent Absol- thank Fortunately. you absolutely <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and, and how are you doing uno are you all right she takes a great big <laughs> sigh says, yeah um thank you um i'm pretty tired but we fight on Mm. And with that, she definitively sort of goes back to working. I don't take the hint, and I just I just go around and give her a hug. <laughs> she puts her hand on yours, and um, she sort of embraces you for a moment, and then she's like, "I really, I really must get on." But okay. thank you. Bear comes and hugs as well. <laughs> <laughs> this is nice. Isn't it? <laughs> she goes, "Okay, uh, <laughs> is this is this normal where you come from?" It's a bear hug. <laughs> I'm going to also go over and hug, you know, <laughs> but I'm going to take a peek at what she's working on, if that's oh, okay. okay. Can, I, can I do a little... Yeah, a give me an investigation roll, A little please. roll for something. <laughs> uh, that is... That's like 20, 21. 21. Okay. You see something written, but I'm only going to tell you what it yes. is. <laughs> and uh, I'll message you. Okay. And you can decide if you want to tell the group or not. <laughs> So excited! <laughs> an erotic novel. London calls erotic journey. London cool girl. <laughs> uh, I didn't spot anything, guys. <laughs> oh. Sorry. <laughs> I feel I feel betrayed. <laughs> See, that was the thing I wanted to do. <laughs> it's just with the shadowy figure on the wall. Is it? Just like like a shadow, <laughs> like it. That's all you can see. Yeah. Like so the a wanted silhouette. poster on the wall. You all look like you look now, rather than how you looked in the human world. And the shadow is yeah. It's just it just looks like a, a like a shadow. Is there any name above the shadow? No, it just says shadow, but it's in inverted <laughs> commas. <laughs> ah. Is the shadow below all of us, or is it on top of? So the you list? guys are all grouped together. So the the bounty for each of you is a million gold pieces million each. Gold? Uh, for each one of us. I, I, I know. We Should we it. go to an assassin? 
I'm, I mean, I'm going to try and probably... No, I'm not going <laughs> to... Una's bounty is 800,000 gold. Suck it, Una. What have we done? Right, okay. Can I roll an investigation on the shadow poster? Or is that, is that pointless, really? Just from like a supernatural point of view, because it could be a ghost. Yeah, you can try and you can investigate see if you think it's a ghost, yeah. I would do... A, rather natural than 20, it's a natural 20. Rather than investigation... <laughs> I would well it's natural 20 I was just saying I'd do an R, maybe an arcana on it or a nature I don't know anyway whatever it doesn't look like a ghost it looks like the shadow that you saw and unless you think that that shadow was a ghost I didn't at the time because um, yeah don't know okay it's definitely like Una's quite clear that even in this crazy world this thing isn't normal like this isn't something that she recognises as part of, of her world maybe that's something that came through the same way we did <gasps> Maybe it was on the ghost train with us. Something from Maybe Brighton. there's ghosts on the ghost train. I do get a vibe yeah. from that ghost train. Yeah, it's not nice. There is a vibe on I the pier like, in I general. I do not like that ghost train. Did you get that same vibe off of Squire? I get that vibe off a lot of people. Okay. <laughs> mm, cool. Okay. I feel like I've wasted an actual 20 on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I finally let go of Una. Oh, you, were all, you were still <laughs> hugging her for the whole time. You let go of Una takes yeah. a massive fucking sigh of relief. I think we should leave her to I get I can tell on she now. enjoyed that though. Yes. Okay. Should we go see Smash Hits get tooled up and then uh, see what's what? Yes. yes. So you come out of the town hall like the big wooden palisade building and you carry on turn left again and just a hundred yards just down towards the docks you can see the smash hits foundry building with its sign outside of the the heart with the cross weapons and you can see that there's two goblins outside one is up a ladder um, and one is on the floor and it's holding a pulley and they're sort of shouting each other like to me to you to me to you <laughs> Is that our friends from the mine? Is that and Jingo the, and Jango? The little one on the floor is holding, he's holding the pulley. And he turns around and the teacher and he goes, All right, guys! And waves. And as he does, he lets go of the rope. And the, <laughs> the big one's holding this sort of giant thing that you can't quite make up from there. And, it, and he falls to the ground with it as the little one lets go of the rope. Oh, shit. Are you okay? <laughs> as you get over, you see uh, Jingo and Jago. And Jago's laying on the floor underneath the giant mounted purple worm's head. Uh, <gasps> oh, my God. Wow. Um, Fucking hell, I knew I could have taken it. <laughs> Jacob goes, yeah, I'm, I'm all right, I'm all right. I was just trying to get this up for the girls, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you two dickheads didn't do this, did you? <laughs> uh, Jinga goes, nah, nah, we, we didn't do it. Taking on a purple worm. We're not fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, we, we neither. <laughs> yeah, we, we wouldn't do anything like that. No. Jacob goes, but we do owe you guys a debt, though. You saved our lives back there. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> says, no, 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 we pay our debts. Isn't that right, Jingo? And Jingo goes, yeah, yeah, we always pay our debts, the old jobbling boys. <laughs> <laughs> says, yeah, we, we owe you one job. One job, one job for a job. Ooh. If you need us, come down the general store. You'll find us there, the old jobbling boys. By job, what do you mean exactly? <laughs> Jagger goes, work can mean whatever you want it to mean, my love. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jingo, <laughs> Jingo goes, 
Jago! He goes, yeah, I'm sorry, that was inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm working on myself, but it's a slow process. No better, do better. <laughs> he goes, no, you're right, you're right. Um, she goes, well, you know, we're sort of striving for um, a society that's based more on on uh, skill shares and supporting one another as opposed to capitalist exploitation, you know. So really, we're trying to swap jobs for jobs. Jago goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds lovely. Yeah, that's great. Very good. He goes, no job too odd. No job too. And he looks over at Jago and he goes, oh, I forgot my bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> lovely. So they owe you a debt, basically, and you can find them at the general store. Nice. They live with Bramwell. Uh, Jago goes, the girls are inside if you're looking for them. Yes. Yes. Cool. Cool. So you leave them to See there. See you later. To and throw him. Hi. And you head into the Smash It foundry. Right, so as you go in, Sonia Smash, the orc woman, is behind the counter. Um, and she's cleaning black ichor off the weapons there that her and Helga have used. And you come in, she goes, Oh, hey, you guys! Did you see it? Did you? Ah, oh, it's a beauty! <laughs> Sonia, fuck me. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> Just thanks, thanks. We had a real good time. <laughs> Did you get swallowed and then kill it from the inside? <laughs> no! That would have been fucking ridiculous! <laughs> maybe, I don't know, think about it. Think about it, though. It could maybe, might have worked. She, she goes, yeah, okay, maybe me and Helga will take giant worm-killing advice from you! <laughs> <laughs> and Helga, Helga looks at you and she points at her eyes and then she points at you. <laughs> I'm feeling super intimidated and it's not a feeling I'm used to because I'm big and bolshy barbarian. She, she goes, no, it was, it was our pleasure and as I we never would have sent you there if we knew about the purple worms <laughs> <laughs> yes they were quite a surprise I don't even know where they came from neither do we because <laughs> 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 anyway a deal's a deal so you're here to get tooled up right yes, yes. yes that would be awesome because right well which has long been clear to us that the warrior doesn't choose the weapon no no, we do. It's so much simpler. <laughs> <laughs> Who's ready to take the Smash Hits quiz? Yeah! <laughs> so she goes behind the counter and she jumps back up with this big piece of parchment. <laughs> she lays it out on the on the counter in front of her, and the parchment is blank. And she looks at you, and she she goes, she goes, okay, Rowena. And as she looks at you, words start to appear on the parchment. And she looks at and she goes, hmm. And she looks up and she goes, party pooper or dancing queen? Answer one now. Dancing queen. Dancing queen, hmm. <laughs> and Helga starts moving behind her. She's and she's like beating away. She goes, okay, okay, okay. Um, and the words fade. And then new words fade. She goes, early bird or night owl? Night owl. <laughs> goes, of course, of course. <laughs> And then she looks you dead in the eye and she goes, face smash or shank? Shank. 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 She goes, okay. Okay, nice. Nice. Um, and and Hel- Helga's looking at you and nodding. nodding. Yes. Cool. She goes, right, that's you done. Who's next? Great. I'll go next. <laughs> she goes, okay, big boy. <laughs> and she looks down at the piece of paper and she looks back at you and she says, just one bestie or a pack of gal pals? Just one bestie. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, okay, okay, okay. And she jots something down. Then the words form again on the parchment and she says, kittens or puppies? <laughs> and that while you're deliberating, Helga stops beating and she, she looks and she's listening for the answer. 
Puppies! <laughs> and Helga pauses for a second and then she nods and carries on <laughs> facing away. She goes, Puppies, puppies, I see. Mm. You looking to behead or eviscerate? Behead! <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> she goes, Right, 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 right. Druid, Druid. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, yes, what can okay. we do here? What can we do here? Life's a beach or forest frolics? Forest frolics. Mm, cool, cool. A uh, busted or McFly? I don't even know what this even means! <laughs> <laughs> How could you do that to me? <laughs> you, did that, the you did that deliberately. I don't know. I'm not a real person. <laughs> I'm just following the magical parchment. Here we go. This is Cassandra and not Helga's, Emily. Helga stopped beating and like she's just turned to look at you. McFly. I'm sorry. <laughs> As you say that, you hear like a wind chime in the background and like a breeze blows through the I, building. I can't. I can't believe you made me do that. <laughs> right. Okay. You guys, uh, concuss or throat slit? Throat slit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was brilliant. Right. The handyman. Your BFFs throw you a surprise party. Fun-filled disco or outdoor adventure. Hmm? <laughs> Tommy is like just sad because he hasn't listened to football for a while. Um, <laughs> you BFF, sweetie, they're throwing you a big bash. I don't think he has any. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? Oh, no. Uh, uh, disco. Disco. <laughs> waking or dreaming? <laughs> w- waking. <laughs> She goes, okay, 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 okay. And then she looks at the parchment and then more words come up and she looks up at you and she says, death in the shadows or come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what this means. Yeah, the the second one. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Right. (laughs) London. (laughs) You're planning the perfect slumber party. (laughs) Is it built into a midnight feast or spin the bottle? Midnight feast. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Secret keeper or gossip queen? Secret keeper. Oh, yeah. cool. Stab in the back or a shot in the dark? Shot in the dark. Ooh. Mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, finally, it's the, the purple worm slaying expert. <laughs> Here I am. As she says that, Helga gives Sonia like a disapproving look, and Sonia Sonia looks at Helga apologetically and says, "I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cozy night in or crazy night out? Crazy night out. <laughs> Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Do you want to cut your enemies in half or crush their fucking heads? We'll crush their fucking heads. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get over that you tried to make this <laughs> like, It's genuinely hurting me. I couldn't miss that opportunity. Oh. <laughs> So With angry. that, she she folds up the magical parchment, and as she folds it, she folds it once, and then she folds it again, and when she folds it the last time, it just disappears. Oh, that's fucking awesome! And she says, "Come, come back at sunset. We'll have what you need." And then she uh, walks down the set of steps behind the counter. Are there steps behind the <laughs> counter, or is she just pretending? You've been behind the counter, and there weren't steps there before. <laughs> <laughs> while you're while you're working that, you just hear a voice go, "Bye." <laughs> Did you just crouch behind the counter? No. no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You're such a hoot. Bye, Sonia. Bye, Sonia. Bye, Helga. I can't hear you. I'm in the basement. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Hey. <laughs>
I want to check out this shit pub. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to the pub. Yeah, yeah. the pub. Yeah, yeah, should we, should we have a cup of tea? Yeah. yeah. Should we go, go and have a beverage? Mm. A beverage. Beverage. <laughs> cool. Right. So you, you come out of Smash Hits, you're looking for the other pub, which Sansa described as the shit pub, but his husband Petra did point out wasn't necessarily a shit pub was just the other pub <laughs> you head out of smash it's foundry and you you carry on down the hill past the entrance to the headland which leads up to the fort and you can kind of see soldiers on maneuvers up there and there's a couple of soldiers standing guard at the entrance up to the fort on your right you sort of go down down the hill from there and you're in like a small cove which is flanked either side by uh, grassy cliff tops there's a white sandy beach with sort of little colorful fishing boats moored up on it um, and there are some like small cottages and boatyards. And right in the middle of all of that, there's sort of this rustic uh, looking pub, which is on the side of the road, but right up against the beach. And there are sort of tables and chairs in the sand and uh, smoke kind of rising from the chimney. Oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah, that sounds mm-hmm. lovely. Awesome. What a lovely establishment. I wonder, I wonder if they do an afternoon tea. Cool. So should we find out what they do do in this pub? Yes. Yeah. What they yes. Do do. Yes. Let's roll on the pub table. So someone needs to get a D30 up on their on their phone please right up to the water's edge as well like you said to the on the beach like so it's, it's is, is it high tide so can i it like would it be close enough for me to paddle and still be kind of in the vicinity of the pub i think if it was high tide you could definitely paddle with a pint yeah at the moment it's quite low tide oh, okay. so you can see this sort of sandy beach stretching out and the, nice. and the fishing boats are kind of sat in the sand yeah oh, is it just one d30 and it's whatever it's two two d30s do we need to name the pub as well or has it already got a name so what we'll do is well what we did last time we we decided that we oh, would do the, the music genre. first yeah. the genre and then we would derive the name from the genre are we still happy with that as a convention yeah, yeah cool yeah right. so if you give me give me your first d30 six <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah and 30 30 <laughs> so this pub the, sh- the vibe of this pub is confrontational shanties. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fucking perfect. Amazing. <laughs> I've not made it up. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's beautiful. Perfection. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fucking hell. Confrontational so shanties. Um, <laughs> Fisherman's foes. Ooh. Fisherman's foes. Yeah, yeah. That's, actually, yeah. that's really good, Emily. Fisherman's toes. <laughs> 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 I really like Fisherman's I think that'll yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Fisherman's yeah. Foes? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So we're doing a fucking Fisherman's Friends parody for this pub. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I hope I we mean, won't get into trouble with the Fisherman's Friends. No, we'll be fine. Because they're your friends. <laughs> <laughs> they're literally our friends. <laughs> right, so this pub is called the Fisherman's Foes. It's famous for being an establishment of confrontational shanties. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I heard the captain say, Why don't you fuck yourself? You're not welcome here than any other day. Why don't you fuck yourself? Why don't Why don't Why don't Why don't, Why don't you fuck yourself, you lily livered land loving scum? Why don't you fuck yourself? The fisherman's phones hey! ain't for the likes of hey! you. Why don't you fuck yourself? Stick around here and we'll run you through. Why don't you fuck yourself? Why don't? Why don't? Why don't? Why don't you fuck yourself, you yellow-bellied lump-sucking cunt? Why don't you fuck yourself? 
So you go into the pub. It's a lot more rustic than the Gerard's Way. It's just sort of one room with a bar in it and some tables. There are fisher folk all over, growling and glaring at each other. There's a group of farmers and agricultural workers. I mean, they look like, maybe? (laughs) 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 Sat in the corner by the fire. They seem very anxious. (laughs) And... um, and there's a, there's a shanty band sat around a table in the corner, um, all singing aggressively at each other. <laughs> and as you walk in, everyone stops and just glowers at you. Hello. Uh, hi, everybody. <laughs> you, there's just literally no response at all. They just turn back to what they're doing. Is this not deaf? <laughs> it's very confrontational in here. Maybe we need to be confrontational mm. to earn their hey, respect. dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like a beer, please. <laughs> so the uh, person behind the bar turns around. You've never seen anyone else before. They've got like scales and gills and they look like like a fish person, basically. And he turns around and he goes, who are you calling dickhead? <laughs> oh, I was oh. just seeing if I got any um, attention from it. Hello. <laughs> he said, yeah, you got my attention. It's lovely to meet you. I'm Cassandra. He goes, all right. I'm a dickhead. What can I get you? <laughs> Is that what your like type of people are called? He goes, what, you fucking racist and ignorant? Jesus. <laughs> Oi, well, Nemo, just... get me a Stella. <laughs> goes, the cultural reference doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> the joke's on you. Well, you see, Nemo's a fish. Um... Oh, right, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a triton. Is that what you are? I thought you said you were a dickhead. <laughs> you look like a dickhead to me. And, uh, he looks and he goes, he stops, he goes, you're all right, you are. Yeah, you're going to fit in, you're going to fit in well in here. <laughs> We've gained their trust. <laughs> have, you got, have you got any local cider? You know, we got local cider. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you fancy? Oh, what, what is there? It's all well. We've got uh, we've got old Thelma's, old Thelma's scrumpy. That sounds lovely. Yeah, you can have some of that. Thank you. Or we've got um, we've got black carapace. That sounds that sounds unusual. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll go for the first one, please. Okay, old Thelma's. Here you go. Thank you. And he pours you a big glass. A uh, big glass. <laughs> he pours you a tankard of Old Thelmuth Scrumpy. Cheers. Hello. <laughs> he goes, oh, Do you're you... an owl. I am. Because <laughs> um... I know a song about an owl. Can we hear it? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was expecting you to not want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I love music. Because if I'm honest, I'm an aspiring confrontational shanty singer. <laughs> Um, probably I'm too nice <laughs> see I tried I tried it with you guys I just can't keep it up <laughs> I just love it here isn't it fucking great <laughs> everyone's singing glowering at each other all in their sou'westers and boots oh he loves it oh he fucking loves it that's why he left the sea it was much better up here <laughs> who doesn't love it eh but I, I don't so I'm too nice and, and I don't know any songs about owls and I and I can't sing. That's a little bit disappointing, but I let it pass. Um, <laughs> I would like a tea, please. A tea? Yes. We don't do uh, drinks without alcohol in them. Can I have a tea with some alcohol in it, please? <laughs> yes! <laughs> and he pours a cup of tea and then adds some brandy into it. Lovely. Thank you. You want some money? <laughs> no. Uh, you go, you you go, yeah, you've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> Any, any more drinks? Can I have the same, but without the tea, please? <laughs> <laughs> he pours you a brandy in a teacup. Thank you. Do you have any beer? He goes, oh, do we have any beer? Lay it Here's- on me, fish man. 
he turns to Fisherman and he goes, he asked if we had beer. And he like raises his arm to get like to get a chorus out of them and just literally no one responds. <laughs> and he turns back to you and he goes, yeah, no, we have got, we've got quite a lot of beer. Oh, okay. okay. Ada was really hoping for a coyote ugly sort of thing. You know, like when they say, do we serve water? Yeah, so was, so was he, but oh. didn't get anything back. Too confrontational. Really <laughs> he goes, I'll get you a, a pint of this, pint of our finest, Neptune's teat. Oh, <laughs> I'll <laughs> suckle on that. I'll suck on that. Yes, that sounds lovely. Thank it you. Pretty, it's served in a big conch shell. This is a big conch shell. <laughs> yeah. He goes, All right. Do you, have a- <laughs> Do you have anything for my little pig friend here? He goes, I've got, I've, I've got some barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sounds familiar. <laughs> Rowena covers uh, pork chop's ears. He goes, "No, here, here you go," um, and he gets a little dish out with some water in for pork chop. Lovely, thank you, Mister <laughs> Mister um, Fishman. Do you have any whiskey? Any whiskey? He goes, "Oh, we've got whiskey, all right. Yeah, we got whiskey by the barrel. Whiskey <laughs> by the barrel." <laughs> it's not confrontational though. Too happy. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're getting there. Oh, thanks. I'm really trying. <laughs> fuck off! <laughs> See? <laughs> fuck off! Fuck off. <laughs> Can't make it rhyme. <laughs> Wanker and tankard rhyme, so we're the well. He runs over and grabs a pencil, but he's got this notepad, <laughs> but it's full of. And he writes, he goes, Wanker, tankard. <laughs> Brilliant. Gold. Just for that, these are on me. Oh, lovely. Nice. lovely. Can I have a Stella, please? Um, what's that? A, a Stella. A Stella. Estella. Estella? Estella, yeah. Estella. Yeah. What is Estella? A big one. A big... Okay. <laughs> so he turns around and he... Uh, <laughs> and he, pour, he pours off... Um, he pours off a pint of beer and the beer the beer's called Old Brine and he hands it to you. Cool. Cheers, mate. <laughs> You're very welcome. That's brewed by Old Brian, that is. <laughs> Perfect. And Old Brian sat in the corner and he looks at you and goes, hey. Yeah, I tip it, I tip it away. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, oh... <laughs> Oh. oh no! Oh, fuck you, Brian. <laughs> He's getting the theme of the pub. <laughs> I love this place. <laughs> what was your name, um, our new friend? Charwell. Charwell. Yeah. Oh, nice to meet you. Why did you, why'd you say it like that? You can't. <laughs> now you're getting it. I really know you can't. <laughs> Can I have another beer, please? <laughs> he goes, yeah, yeah, sure. And he, he pours you another pint of Neptune's tea into the cock shell. Uh, he says, I have, I have got other customers to serve, though, and uh, so I've got to get on. But lovely to meet you all. Lovely to meet you. And, and he goes, oh, no, I, I, sorry, I didn't mean that. I mean, you're all fucking stupid. <laughs> and then he gives you a big wink. Uh, you too. <laughs> Good sir. <laughs> yes, um... Fuck you. He goes, now you get it. Um, I believe uh, London would like to go and talk to the, the anxious farmers in the corner. Okay, cool. So the pub is very, very nautical. So there's like old fishing nets hanging from the ceilings. There's loads of uh, like stuffed taxidermy fish, uh, which look really like some of them have got two heads. Some of them have got legs, like really weird creatures stuffed on the wall in here. And there's all sorts of kind of like nautical paraphernalia all, all over the walls. Um, and the, yeah, the farmers are sat in a huddle uh, in the corner uh, talking in sort of low, anxious whispers. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, greetings, friends. As you say that, they all kind of jump, startled. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, a kind of a big, balding human man turns around and he says, what, what do you want? You wouldn't happen to be the, the farmers that Una mentioned that were having some, uh, some trouble, was yeah? 
He says, how did you know we were farmers? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you stupid fucking hats, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> they, they all look at each other's hats and their shoulders sag a little. <laughs> he goes, ah, oh, he's a fair cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, who almost sent you there, Chi? I didn't think she'd send anyone. Well, you know, we're, uh, we're here to help you guys out. We're here to help the resistance. And we're, uh, what's the problem? Let's help you. I'm an investigator, me. I'm, I investigate everything. Because <laughs> oh, I can tell by your hat. <laughs> <laughs> My London shoulders also sag. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> The space is gone, but I think I still have the helmet. Yeah, the helmet, yeah. yeah. He's talking about your space helmet. Oh, good. He doesn't know what he's talking oh, about. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, well, he's, he's been going on for last last few weeks, you see. All sorts of odd, odd things up in the field has been going on. Crop, crops been been rotting in strange, strange patterns and tools disappearing. People seeing strange things moving in the fields at night. And then, and then last night... Meredith was out working late and she got attacked by something and it weren't none of us it weren't none of us something's out there and fucking Commander Drovak won't won't even listen to us won't even speak to us yeah he's a dickhead don't worry about it he is a dickhead isn't he yeah yeah you're you're right you are you're right you're right yeah you're right <laughs> so um uh Meredith is is Meredith around can we talk to can we talk to Meredith so no no Mer- Meredith uh, she's laid up in up in, up in the temple mother appleby's tending to her he says look if you if you want to go you want to go and investigate you 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 head up the farms you head up there tell them old Faro send you that's me I'm old Faro <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said my Faro <laughs> oh no <laughs> all right I fucking love an investigation so yeah I think uh, me and the lads will go look at that for you mate you go, oh thank you thank you thank you very much thank you <laughs> go fuck yourself <laughs> are you getting into the swing of it down here <laughs> so as you're as you're looking round the pub farmers are sat in the corner by a window and the window looks out on the beach and as you look out onto the beach you see someone you recognise. You see a gnome in a tweed suit and he's got his trousers rolled up to his knees and no shoes and socks on and he's waving in at you with an old welly boot. Um, What's that guy from the council? Is it? <laughs> no. Is it Sydney Smythe? Oh. Should we... Uh, <laughs> let's, okay. let's go see our friend down there. Hey, all right. It's uh, it's it's me. It's your DM. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt the adventure. I'll be quick. Um, just a couple of bits I need to say. Uh, firstly, just thank you so much for for listening to us. Um, we really appreciate it, um, and I hope you're enjoying Fisherman's Foes. It was it was really fun to record this episode. There's there's quite a lot uh, of moving about Hope Bay in this episode, and there is um, a map on our Instagram. It, it's uh, it's it's really bad <laughs> i can't i can't draw it's but it but it is good enough to kind of orientate yourself with so if you're listening to this and kind of wondering um where all these places are that there, there is a map so head on to our instagram have a look there follow us if you're not already following us uh, that would be great um uh, equally we'd have a patreon page as well so um if you're really enjoying it you can sign up to our patreon um we only have one tier it's one pound all in and for that pound you get uh, there's blooper reels there's a show we do called peer review which is when we talk about our own podcast in a really like, self-referential way but it is fun um and um there's also another um uh, game we play called monster of the week which you might have heard of it's kind of like a gothic horror sort of game um in our in our monster of the week 
we play a band of uh, a 70s rock band who are also secret monster hunters and they travel around the UK and it's like very seasonal so we've got a Halloween episode a Christmas episode um, we'll have more episodes coming up th- through the year during those sort of um, kind of seasonal holiday times so and that's all for a pound on our Patreon so if you want to sign up it's there if you want to pay more than a pound that would be super wonderful um, but just listening is 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 amazing um if if you have been listening and you're enjoying the podcast if you could um like i understand we really understand money is tight uh, which is why our patreon is only a pound um but we completely appreciate that a pound might be a pound too much so uh if you, you know, don't worry about that but if you do like the podcast if you could rate it that would be really helpful if you could write a review that would be amazing um at the moment i don't think we've got any reviews and obviously um we're not going to write our own <laughs> reviews um but if, if if anyone's got a couple of spare minutes to write us a review that that would be uh, very much appreciated um or tell your friends about us um you know maybe tell a couple of friends you know who are kind of into D&D or maybe just nerds um, that they, they might enjoy our podcast um, we would we would really appreciate that because we're going to try and sort of grow um, a fan base we haven't really been thinking about that we've just sort of been having fun but we kind of you know we've got to the point where we think oh maybe we should actually try and make this a thing um, so if you could tell people about it that that would be wonderful thank you um and yeah have a look at our patreon have a look at our instagram um we don't do any other social media because like uh facebook is just uh like racist and awful um and twitter is a cesspool as well um i don't think any of us know how to use mastodon or um anything like that i think we might have a tiktok but mainly everything's on instagram so follow us on instagram at dungeons and dopamine pod um there's loads of stuff there and um yeah and i'll let you get back to the adventure thanks bye Cool. So you take your drinks and go back out the pub door, sort of into like the pub garden bit, which is on the beach. And Sydney is stood there with his boots and he goes, oh, it's a right bunch of wangers if ever I saw them. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, come on down, you lot. Tell me all about the big purple worm. (laughs) It was big. So Sydney stood there and he's got he's got like a big box like a crate next to him which seems to be just full of old boots and in the sand in front of him is like a um, like a v-shaped grid drawn out and every 10 feet there's a sign that says 10 feet painted on a welly going out down down the beach is there a, wee is wellie there's a welly yeah. <laughs> it goes oh bingo <laughs> not bingo welly wanging <laughs> wango because i heard about your heroic running with a worm and i thought you know what they need you know what those are these they need a little bit they need a little bit of something just a little bit of something so next time they face a purple worm they're better prepared you know what i mean <laughs> yes <laughs> i think we we handled it fine though he goes yeah yeah of course you did love of course you did we had a goose because <laughs> <laughs> like, i know one of my geese wasn't it didn't it serve you well weren't you glad it did, you went off it did, it did. <laughs> thank you sydney because i've never seen a goose used to such effect in all my years <laughs> you so anyone fancy a little go on on sydney's game yes yes yeah. please <laughs> so the the rules of the game are it's welly wanging and you you're gonna make three rolls so one roll is a strength roll so you roll out your strength modifier the next roll is your dexterity so you add that as well and then the third number you give me is up to you to work out how you get it. So using your abilities, you've got one more, you can do one more thing to try and get that boot a little bit further. Every point of damage I'll count as one foot. Basically, depending how well you do, 
depends on the level of options you're going to get from Sydney once you've all had a go at wanging your wellies. <laughs> so who's going to go first? Did you know that there's actual Finnish championships on Welly Oh yeah, We've <laughs> just done it at a summer fair and it is great fun. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> also, there's one for where you throw an old Nokia phone. <laughs> yeah, because no- Nokia's it. Finnish, right? Nokia's Finnish, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you knew that. <laughs> so like, oh! Cool. I love that. <laughs> I'll, I'll go first. I mean, I'll go first. Come on in, big boy. What have you got? So, what are you going to do to try and get that boot further than anyone else? I got an eight for my strength, yep. a seven for my dexterity, and I use charisma for my last row, which is a plus three. So I've looked at the boot, <laughs> and I've just stared at it long <laughs> enough, <laughs> Nothing. and I've just said, please, boot, I shall guide you through the air. <laughs> And something else that I can't quite think of. So you're kind of giving the boot bar the inspiration? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm giving it a little pep talk. So what did you roll? You've got really low rolls for both of them then. Yeah. No, okay, cool. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then my, charisma, my last one was 23. Which is natural 20. What is your, how does bardic inspiration work? What does that do? That gives oh, the shit. gives it a plus something to the boot, so you can probably just roll another dice. Yeah. Does it give it a D8 or something, isn't it? It's a D6. I'll roll it because I'm the boot that you've given bardic inspiration to in this <laughs> in this context. Yeah. So it gets a five. So add a five to those numbers and then give me, give me the total number 42 42 so you give this boot an inspiring pep talk yeah that gives it the bardic inspiration we'll use the 23 roll with, with your charisma and and with that and your goliath strength and dexterity you manage to throw your boot 42 feet and so it, it flies and lands in the sand just past the 40 marker nice and sits there and sitting here oh off to a blistering start <laughs> who's next i can go next cool because you can't fly it there mind you gotta stay behind the line <laughs> no. you gotta stay behind the line okay what are you going to do to try and make it? Go I am going to do acrobatics and I'm going to do a cartwheel and chuck it with my foot. Okay, Ooh, cool. Love that. Um, um, 11. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's a nine. <laughs> nice. Okay. So what did you get altogether? So I got 30. <laughs> so Marina flies into the air and sort of spins around and yeah. around and lets the boot go. I think it's really good, but the problem is it, it gets kind of more height than distance. So it goes up and up and it lands just about the 30 feet mark. Sorry of my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just get too high and never anywhere else. And <laughs> 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 oh. uh, So uh, he goes, oh, good try, good try, girl. Thank you. Who's next? I'll go next. At um, uh, 21... Uh, 10 and then I'm going to use my magic paints that I got from Sydney last time and I'm going to paint a jetpack on the back of my other welly (laughs) Um, and I guess I don't know what I'd add to that Um, or if I should just roll yeah basically the way those things work is that when you paint that thing it just works it just happens so I think what could we roll for that (laughs) I reckon do a slight of hand roll to see how well you paint it and we'll add this number oh fuck a six plus it's, 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 a, six. it's a four plus a two okay cool so what's that all together gosh what did I say so it's 28 34 34 34 okay so you get your paints out and Sydney's very excited he goes oh that's the ticket yeah so it's lucky because I only just remembered I had these I forgot about it the whole time we were in that fucking cave because I know it was fucking ridiculous it was wasn't I it I was saying use your paints love well, could you see us no sorry so <laughs> yeah. um, so you paint a little jetpack on I think the problem is because you're rushing it's not a fantastic jetpack so you throw it and it kind of sputters a bit and it, go, it goes just slightly further than Rowena's but not quite as far as Bez okay cool well, that was fun, Sydney. Thank you. You're welcome. I can go. I can go. <laughs> <laughs> so, such little confidence. 
Cool. Yeah, London. London's going to go next. So that's 14 strength, 12 dexterity, and uh, London's going to use performance to hoof this boot. So he goes, uh, all right, guys. <laughs> You your tickets, yeah? You your tickets to the gun show. <laughs> <laughs> and then London just hoofs it. <laughs> Sydney's all of a quiver. <laughs> 23. 23, okay. One. 49. Yeah, 49. 49. Sydney goes, oh my. You must be hiding some, some formidable <laughs> muscles under that trench coat, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't seen nothing. <laughs> yeah, not yet. <laughs> Right, brilliant. 40. So at the moment, Lon- London is in the lead in the welly wanging. Welly wanging. <laughs> so my first wang. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. I'm going to go. So tell me you got a... Oh, Jesus. A three. <laughs> An 18. And I'm going to use investigation um, to find the best welly to throw. Okay, so you're going to run me through about find the best welly. Okay, yes. cool. Give me your investigation, brother. That is an eight altogether. So that is... 26, 26 overall. You go to the uh, to the like crate of wellies and you're kind of rifling through trying to, and you and and Sydney can see you kind of comparing them. It's all fair, my boy, all above board. You're not going to get any advantage like that. <laughs> nice try, though. Nice try. So Tommy throws his wellie and he goes, How far did you say? 20? Uh, 26. 26. Okay. And he goes, Right, just you now, love. Um, so seven, no, 16. 16 again. So two sixteens, thirty-two, and then Cassandra's going to go for a few yoga moves. She's going to use aerobics. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> what, to like limber up before you throw yes, it. Okay, cool. Yes, and then her last move, she bends back into the crab bridge pose thing, and then she just flings herself forward with Fucking the hell. <laughs> well, It sounds like that would kill you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Twelve. Oh yeah, so forty-four. Forty-four. Damn, nice. You do go into your yoga poses, and as you did, Sydney comes and does them alongside you. <laughs> he goes, "Oh, I love yoga," <laughs> um, and he, he keeps up. But then you do your your backwards crab and throw yourself forwards. It's effective, so it, it lands just beyond bears, but just shy of London's, and sort of thuds into the sand there. Nice. All right, then, Sydney. See you later. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's just the beginning. That's just the fun bit. <laughs> now you've got to get your rewards. Ooh. So uh, sometimes when you level up, you get a thing called an ability score improvement, which means you can raise like one of your like stats, like charisma or strength, by one, which is like a big deal in D&D. But on the times when that happens, you can swap that and choose a feat instead. So you don't get the ability score improvement, you get one of these things instead. But I thought it would just be fun to just have one each because they kind of help define your character so the way that sydney's game worked was depending how far you you threw your boot was how many you got to choose from basically so you've got a sheet there with a load of feats on you the ones you can choose are kind of circled the ones that you can't now are kind of scrubbed out and if you all choose a feat and then what we do is we'll kind of role play it out like how how that happens okay so sydney uh, looks at you tommy and he starts to you and he goes right i'm afraid we've got our uh, we've got our not our loser no, loser, just not, <laughs> just our, our worst winner. Our we'll worst call you. We'll call you our worst winner, boy. You, uh, you go stand by your boot. You walk <laughs> the twenty-six feet to your welly boot. Yep. And uh, you stood there. And what, what feet are you gonna, you gonna choose? I've chosen lucky, which ah, means okay. I have like three luck points, which equal d twenty, 
and I can use one every time to add an additional d20 to like attacks or ability checks. Okay, cool. So you you look down at this old welly boot, and as you do it, it starts to glow, and as the glow fades, in its place are a pair of two pointy slippers, and they're sort of golden and sparkling. Golden boots, yeah, golden boot, please. Yeah. So you put the gold, <laughs> you put the golden boots on, and now you've got lucky. Lucky is so overpowered that most DMs ban it from their games. <laughs> yeah. I was like the other one, I could like levitate and shit or and detect magic, but I was like, that's probably uh, Lucky's gonna actually be helpful for everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> luck, Lucky's really good. I'll do the check, don't worry. <laughs> cool. So you've got your you've got your lucky golden boots. Golden so you boot. stand there and Sydney goes, Oh fine choice, my boy, you look dapper. So who's turn is it next? It is uh, Rowena, you're next to go stand by your boots and tell me what feet you've I chosen. I flap my way to my boot and I have chosen Shadow Touched, mm. which means I learned the invisibility spell. What? And one first level spell of my choice. Cool. So I think as you say that, the willy boot glows and when it stops going again, you can't see anything there. You can just see the faint outline of boots. So I think we'll have boots to match your invisible gloves. So you've got invisible oh, boots and invisible gloves. And uh, yeah, so you put I your... I invisible... love it. <laughs> <laughs> you go, so very dark, very mysterious, very you. It's lovely. Yes. Um, right, Ada, you're next. Okay, cool. So I walk over to my boot. Yep. And I say, Crusher, please. <laughs> oh, I knew you'd go for Crusher, girl. <laughs> so the welly boot starts to glow, and then in its place, are, they're like uh, animal hide, but with metal spikes on them and kind of metal tops around them as well. Um, and uh, yeah, like thick soles, and they, they big, massive boots appear, basically. So, we, like, do we have to wear these? You have to wear them. Cool, yeah. amazing, yeah. awesome. So you put them on, so you get them. What does your crusher feet do? I'm practiced in the art of crushing my enemies, granting me the following <laughs> benefits. Increase your strength or constitution by one to a maximum of 20. Once per turn, when you hit a creature with an attack that deals bludgeoning damage, you can move it five feet to an unoccupied space, provided the target is no more than one size larger than you. When you score a critical hit that deals bludgeoning damage to a creature, attack rolls against that creature are made with advantage until the start of your next turn. Cool. Nice. As you put them on, he goes, I hope they fit. I don't I hope they don't crush her. <laughs> I give him a little um is it a noogie and you like get him in a head like, like uh, as you try to grab him he just um he doesn't disappear he's just not there anymore he's just on the other side of you <laughs> alright then Sydney <laughs> you made it weird um <laughs> so um it is Bear's turn. So let's see. I'm going to go for inspiring leader. Inspiring leader. He goes, Oh, I hoped you would, my boy. <laughs> Tell us what it does. You can spend 10 minutes inspiring your companions, shoring up their resolve to fight. When you do so, choose up to six friendly creatures, which can include yourself, within 30 feet of you who can see or hear you and who can understand you. Each creature can gain temporary hit points equal to your level plus your charisma modifier. A creature can't gain temporary hit points from this feat again until a short rest or long rest. Cool. So the reason it says 10 minutes, what you do doesn't have to be 10 minutes. It's just so that it means you can't do it in battle, basically. So you have to do it like in preparation of, of a battle happening. Okay. But yeah, so it gives you all extra hit points. So we're going to have some more Vanessa Carlton moments. Yeah. Yeah, so your boot starts to glow, and then as the glow comes down again, they're like the pair of like the classic fantasy, like Disney prince boots with like the big cuff around the top. Um, <laughs> Gaston boots. Gaston oh, yeah. boots, yeah, yeah. Oh, with yeah. like, with like, 
beautiful shiny Diamante buckles on and he's very inspiring I'd follow you into battle I'd follow you anywhere darling thank you Sydney <laughs> I'd love you behind me anytime <laughs> oh, you cheeky beggar <laughs> um, right Cassandra he shouts yes <laughs> what, have you, what are you going for love so you walk up to your boots going for telepathic <laughs> telepathic eh what does it do well, um, you awaken the ability to mentally connect with others, granting you the following benefits. So I can increase intelligence, wisdom and charisma, and I can speak telepathically to any creature I see within 60 feet. I also can cast detect thoughts on on components, and it doesn't count as one of my spell slots. It's all the mind shit. I'm well happy with that. Cool. <laughs> Brilliant. So uh, as you do that, your boot glows. Um, and when the glowing stops, it's just a pair of uh, like black glittering strappy sandals, and they're they're the kind of like Roman ones where they got like straps like up your up yes. your legs. <laughs> I was so hoping you were going to do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yes, cool. So that's what you got. And then finally, our winner, Mister Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I'm going to uh, have actor as my ability. Oh. Skills at mimic, mimicry, mimicry, yeah, mimicry, <laughs> and dramatics. You gain the following benefits: increase your charisma score by one to a maximum of twenty. You have an advantage on charisma, deception, and charisma performance checks when trying to pass yourself off as a different person. Spacey <laughs> just bringing it closer to me, isn't it? <laughs> you can mimic the speech of another person or the sounds made by other creatures. You must have heard the person speaking or heard the creature make the sound for at least one minute. A successful wisdom insight check contested by your charisma check allows a listener to determine that the effect is faked whatever that means <laughs> <laughs> cool so you um pretty cool <laughs> your boots glow and as they finish glowing they land back down again and, and they look like a pair of purple slippers with uh like spider web insignia on them he says the, the winner gets an extra little prize so <laughs> yours give you the feet of an actor but they're also the slippers of spider climbing <gasps> Yes, please. <laughs> Which means you can now climb vertical uh, up vertical surfaces with your with your slippers on. I'll, I'll give you the stats for Did it. Did we all hear that? Do we know he's got this fucking weird spider ability? Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. London just gonna run up the side of Fisherman's foes. <laughs> Fisherman's foes. Okay. <laughs> he's cool. gonna like belt towards and then just run up the side of it and then backflip off it. <laughs> Rough constitution for the laddie. <laughs> I can do. <laughs> Dead. Oh, that's a three. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so they're, they're your feats. So Woo! I'll help you add them into your characters, like before before we play next time. Okay, cool. The Sydney says, "Well, well, 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 good heroes, brilliant, fantastic. You deserve that. I had a lovely time, lovely time wanging with you all. It must be off, ta-ta." And as he says that, the course and him and the boots and everything disappear. And suddenly you're stood between tables of people who are all sort of sat drinking and look like they've been there the whole time. And you're just sort of stood amongst them. Oh, sorry. And um, people just start Sorry, you arseholes. You. <laughs> 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 oh, thanks, for, thanks for being... <laughs> cool. Right, so... Should we go and see um, Mother Appleby? Let's yes. go and yes. find out what the fuck's going on. Awesome. Yeah. I love that woman. 
You head out of the fisherman's foes and back up the hill into the main village and you pass uh, Smash It's Foundry and you can hear Helga and Sonya kind of working away furiously in there and sort of the sound of um, metal and anvil smashing. You go up a path and the path starts kind of winding up through these these lovely gardens full of trees and flowers and uh, quiet places and fountains. And, and ahead of you is this huge ancient temple building. It looks like it's the same type of building as the ruins that you've seen around that the, the new settlement they're building upon. But this building isn't ruined. It's still pretty much intact. Are there graves? There's a grave graveyard over to, to the right, yeah. But they're, they're over to the side of the building. But you, you're leading up to the, this sort of huge building in front of you. And sitting just outside on like the porch of the building, you can see uh, Mother Appleby. And uh, she's sat in a deck chair on the table. There's, she's got a box of chocolates and a cocktail and she's knitting. And there are sort of brightly coloured songbirds all around her just chirping and, and singing away. Cassandra, look, there she is. I fucking love her so much. <laughs> there's also definitely ghosts around here, don't you reckon? They're probably reckoning there's probably ghosts around here. Uh, I, I, yeah, yes, may, yes, maybe, yes, yes. Um, cool, yeah, cool. Yes. Yeah. So as, as you walk up, Mother Appleby looks up from her knitting and she goes, Hello! I'm Mother Appleby. <laughs> yes, we've met you. Do you remember? Because <laughs> I'm only joking, dear. Because <laughs> I remember. It was yesterday, wasn't it? Um, no, it was before then. <laughs> a lot's happened since we last saw you. I was nearly killed by a giant toad. But don't worry, I stabbed it in the head. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic, darling. It sounds wonderful. It was good, yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what can I do you for? Have you come to pray? I think we're looking for someone. Old Pharaoh sent us. Um, apparently, Meredith was attacked in the fields. Oh, he sent you to non-Meredith. Yes, yes. She's she's held up it upstairs in the hospital wing now. Yes, she's she's not awake yet though. She's terribly beaten up. Can we go? Maybe have a, have a have a word. Have a Barney. <laughs> <laughs> she says. Well, she's. I mean, she's. She's unconscious, darling, but I, you, you can talk to me. I've been tending her wounds. Are you here about the strange things going on at the farms? Yeah. <laughs> you sound unsure, dear. What, what, do you, what does it look like attacked her? What do you think's happened? I don't know. I mean, they're, they're superstitious folk, the, the, the farming lot, but, you know, this is very real. She's got a horrible, horrible gashes on her back and a real blow to the head. She's going to be all right, but... It does need looking into, and as far as I can understand, Commander Drovax being his usual charming self, he's the most pent-up dwarf I've ever met. And that's saying something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. Can I roll deception? Mm. What are you trying to do? I just want to see if she's being dishonest. Oh, that's insight. Insight, sorry. How do, um... Sorry, all my insight's bad. She would never deceive us, London. She's an angel. (sighs) That's a nine anyway, so that's... Uh... <laughs> She'll roll against it, just to be sure. Yeah, so with a nine, you're, you're pretty certain she's being straight with you. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Mother Appleby. Yes, dear. What are you knitting? Yes, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I'm knitting this wonderful shawl for Una. Because I think she's very stressed at the moment. And so what I'm doing is I'm filling each stitch with calming peace and love. And I think it'll just make her feel wonderful. That's lovely. That sounds lovely. Do you have any spare supplies? Supplies of peace and love, darling? Yes, I'm going to come <laughs> out my ass. 
just just a, a crochet hook or some knitting needles to spare. Because ah yes, well I I do have some uh, some materials, but I use most of it for for teaching the orphans and the young ones. You're best off if you're looking for stuff is to head down to the general store. Brownwell will sort you out. Lovely. She says. So are you are you going to go and investigate what's going on at the farms? Is that why you're here, or are you going to get Drovag to do it? Lazy bastard. <laughs> I feel it's something that we can help with. She says, good, it's good. It's good that you're helping. Thank you. Who should we talk to? She says, well, if you head up into the farmlands, I would probably go and see old Farmer Giles. He's the elder up there. Farmer Giles? Giles. <laughs> <laughs> but Meredith will be okay, won't she? So Meredith will be fine, darling. Yeah, she's with me. Hmm. Are we allowed to heal Meredith? Or is that just positive? Yeah, she, I mean, you can, but the, I mean... It's not, you're not going to be as effective as Mother Apple. <laughs> Step aside, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to inspire her with these words. <laughs> wake up! <laughs> she says, look, I imagine Meredith will wake up in the morning. Why don't you come back tomorrow and, um, and we'll see how she's doing then. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. She says, in the, me- in, in the meantime, you can, you can go and investigate the farms or... Um, so th- there's there's been funny sightings over at the construction site as well. They've had a lot of the builders in here praying recently, saying all sorts of odd things are going on there too. So it's a, it's a scary time for all of us, and having some people like you around could really help boost morale. We are the most wanted. She said, "I saw fucking wonderful, good job." <laughs> Do you know the um the squire the, from the picture? The picture? Oh, the wanted poster? Mm. Said, no, we thought he was one of you lot. Maybe he fell in battle or something. Have you have you ever seen anything like that before? No, I don't know. Not that I can recall. So, although, talking of things that I may or may not have seen, I've tried to find out more about that symbol, London. It says, I've ridden off to my friend on the mainland. He uh, lives at a monastery there. He's the world's most boring gnome, but he has a heart of gold, and if anyone will know about it, it's him. So I'll, I will give you word if I hear anything back. I appreciate that, Mother Snappleby. Oh, thank you. <laughs> she goes, oh, you cheeky boy. <laughs> Shall we um, go to the store? Which comes first, the store or the farm? Uh, the f- so the farms, yeah, the farms are up on the other side of the island, so they're, you probably haven't got time to get to the farms and back before sunset. Should we go to the general store and then go and see how our weapons are coming along? Hmm. Yes, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, and we'll come back and see Meredith tomorrow. Yes, and, and also go investigate up at the farm. Cool. So you're heading off? Yeah, let's do it. So Mother says, "Bye, bye, darling. Goodbye. I'll send word for you tomorrow." Farewell, friend. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, oh, I love all people and all things. And then she looks. She goes, "But you're extra nice." <laughs> <laughs> So you head back down into the village, past Smashit's Foundry, past the Town Hall and Gerard's Way. You've got the docks running along your left on the beach. And at the end of the beach, just beneath the, the wood, you can see there's a large wrecked ship on the sand with a, with a sign outside it that says Hope Bay General Store. Please, should we go in? I reckon this is the place. Let's go in. Cool. So when you get up to the ship, you can see it's it's actually been really well maintained. So it's got functioning windows and doors. There's the top of the ship is one sort of big roof garden, and outside the door, there's a ten foot tall monster made of sand, like shifting sand, and it's stood in front of the door with its arms folded, and it's wearing a name badge that says Hope Bay General Store Olivia. <laughs> Hi, Olivia. It turns its head to you, and it just nods. You're, uh. Okay, cool. 
Oh, no. Olivia steps to the side and sort of gestures to, to the entrance uh, through the swinging doors into the general store. Thank you. Are you a sand golem? <laughs> she does a great big sandy smile and she does all sand falls away from a giant <laughs> smile and she nods her head nice. and gives you two big sandy thumbs up. There's <laughs> bloody sand everywhere. <laughs> I love Olivia. Well, it's all in between my toes. Is there any music playing in the shop? Oh, well, that's up to you guys. Like, if you want music in the shop, you can have some Muzak playing, I suppose. Yeah, that'd be nice. Pirate Muzak. Pirate Muzak. Yes. Please? I was hoping for a shovel, gang. Um, I'm going to have a little look around, see if I can find one. Cool. So you, you, you walk into the shop and it's absolutely chocker with there's like shelves and stalls and tables just covered in all sorts of adventuring gear and fishing gear. And th- there's lots of things you do recognise. There are shovels and there's rope and then there's stuff that you don't recognise in there at all. And as you're uh, looking around, someone comes down a set of stairs behind the counter and they're big. They're, they're about seven or eight foot tall. They've got fur all over their body and sort of big pointed ears and they're wearing a, a leather apron. And um, <laughs> they go, oh, hey there. Hey, super nice to meet you all. Come in. Come in. Welcome to the Hope Bay General Store. Hello, friend. Because we are friends, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so good to meet you. Welcome. Welcome. Would you like some tea? Oh, I'd love some Oh, yes, tea. please. <laughs> As he says that, a little tray, like a clockwork tray, comes over to you of its own accord, and a tea starts pouring mm. itself <gasps> around these cups, and then sort of He goes, help yourselves, help yourselves. Cassandra goes straight in for the tea. Cool. Is, there the any, tea. is there any caffeine in, in that? <laughs> he, he goes, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, too late in the day for me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Cassandra, um, I don't have any money, but I really want a shovel. <laughs> it's fine, I, I've got all of that gold from the prison so I'm happy to share that out between all of us if we want to buy oh, things that's really kind very kind of you he says so are you, you you're new to the island I've not seen you before yes we're we've come to help with the fight the revolution he's oh great yeah yeah the revolution yeah it's hang on did you help up did you help up my boys down the mine we did. Oh, yes. it's yes, so good to meet you. And so they've not stopped talking about you. <laughs> it was a good job. It was a good job, guys. Well done. Thank mm. you. And it says that he pulls a big slice of watermelon out of the pocket of his apron <laughs> and he just starts munching on it. And he's truly goes, hmm, hmm. So you want to buy some stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I think my friend here is looking to purchase a, a shovel, is it, Ada? I, I would really like a shovel. I just think it would come in handy. Um, have you got any shovels? It's, oh, have I got shovels? Have you? You, you dig? <laughs> <laughs> and then Please he, tell me you chose this voice because you knew I wanted a shovel. No, that would have been cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's cosmic. <laughs> Oh my God! Do you surf? <laughs> so, so you—it sounds like you—you—you're you, trying to figure out how much you got to spend there. Why don't Why don't you show old, old Brahma what you got? I'll tell you what we what you can get. So you you've got the chest you found, and yeah. you all grabbed some of you grabbed some crystals as well while you were in the mine. So it's up to oh, yeah. you guys how you want to do it. Um, I'm just going to pull out a handful of coins from what I found to find out roughly how much that is. So how? How much of, like, is like half the coins? Like all the coins? or Quarter? A quarter of the coins. Quarter of the coins, okay. Maths. Um, so he looks and he goes, yeah, that's that's about a hundred gold. Ooh, mama. He says, I, I can exchange items for money, you know, 
uh, precious gems, um, trinkets taken from your fallen enemies, um, <laughs> wondrous creatures. I can give you money for those things. Anything that I find interesting, really. Hold tight on to pork chops. That's good to know. Are you good at identifying objects? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have this uh, this vial of purple liquid that I found quite a while back, and I was just wondering if you've seen it before and what, what it does. Is it, is it edible? Okay, so he, he takes the vial from you. He puts, he's got a pair of little like wireframe spectacles on a, on a chain around his neck, so he puts them on, and he holds the vial up to the light. And he goes, hmm, what have you got here? Oh. He goes, well... I'd probably have to run some tests, but if you're happy to leave it with me, I can let you know. Hmm. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll be around here for a while. I'll, I'll leave it. Yes. And he goes, well, I ain't going anywhere. And Jess is around. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> of course you won't. <laughs> How about the egg? <laughs> the bloody egg. <laughs> is it still in my bag of holding? Oh, actually, I can't remember. It, yeah, we yeah, probably. It in the bag of yeah. holding. Yeah. We also have this egg. It fell out of me. Um... <laughs> As you pull the egg out, he uh, he backs away a little bit. He goes, "Oh, what a, what have you got there?" Exactly. <laughs> this came out of you. Yes, I had quite the same reaction reaction when when it happened. But uh, but uh, it sparks. It, it causes storms. Um, quite problematic. And you can see like the storms raging inside the egg and the kind of noise coming. And he says, "I've I've never seen anything like like that." Does that I'd keep hold of that if I were you. Maybe don't let too many folk know that you've got something like that on you. That sounds like a warning. <laughs> Marina, I reckon it's just a real fancy lava lamp. <laughs> a magic lava lamp. We'll keep it safe. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll leave don't it Don't give it you. to this guy. I <laughs> 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 fucking love that. <laughs> so, so have you got anything you want to trade? Or just here to buy? Uh, good, sir. I notice on the, on the wall up there, you see, I'm... I'm a bit of a spy myself, and I see you've got a, a spyglass. A spyglass, <laughs> yeah. I'm a spy myself. <laughs> but uh, I've got these, I've got two big diamonds. Two big diamonds, you say? So would you trade me, trade me a lovely spyglass for these two big diamonds, would you squire? So you want to show him the two big diamonds? Yeah, I'll whip out my big diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fabulous pair of diamonds. He <laughs> said, whoa. I mean, look, I don't. You know, I should probably take your offer, but these diamonds are worth a hundred gold pieces. Would you just like some coins, London? Well, the spyglass is a, hundred, a thousand gold. Yeah. Oh, it's a thousand gold. A thousand gold. <laughs> was, uh, Sorry. You go, so I can give you, I can give you two hundred gold towards your spyglass. I'll take, I'll take the two hundred gold. Okay, so he gives you two hundred gold pieces and takes the diamonds in. I don't remember what I got when I stole. Stuff. You grabbed. Some crystals and a diamond. I mean, if you want, he can just tell you how much all the things that you've taken. I presumed you were going to do it as a group, but if you're going to do it as individuals. Or you can put just everything in, and then he can tell you how much that would cost, and then you can divvy that up amongst you evenly. Cassandra's yeah. not getting rid of her crystals. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Have I you bought the shovel? Time. I can't remember. Not yet. So do you want to see what? how much? So you're not, put, you're not putting your crystals in. No. Tommy, are you putting your crystals in? Yes. London, do you want to put yours in or do you want to keep them for you? Yeah, I'll, I'll put it in. So, okay, so that's 200, 300, and then your crystals make it up to 700, and then all those gold together. So he looks at it all and he weighs it up and he goes, mm, I'll give you, I'll give you 1,200 gold for this, lad. Did I pick anything up? You did. Yeah, you did. 
oh. you picked up some crystals yeah. as well. Do you want to put them in? Yes, please. Okay. I think you were the first person to go back and get stuff. Yeah, I just can't remember what I picked up. Okay. So he looks and he goes, hmm, okay, okay. 1,500? Sure. So he goes... We don't have a fucking yeah. choice, do we, really? <laughs> he goes to this big, uh, this big kind of old cash register and opens it up. And it, it's just a drawer, but he puts he puts these enormous diamonds in and they all just disappear into the cash register. And then he kind of reaches in like up to his shoulder and comes out again with this pile of gold. It was 1,500 gold pieces. Lovely, thank you very thank much. You. You're welcome. Now about that shovel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you just got one type of shovel? What kind of shovel are you in the market just for? Just a really sturdy shovel. Oh, my um, shovels are sturdy. We're not talking Animal Crossing beginning <laughs> shovel. We're talking like sturdy shovel. Okay, yeah, I've got the shovel for you. Cool. <laughs> it's called the Digomatic. <laughs> that hasn't got a fucking name. Yeah, you get whatever shovel you want. Five gold pieces, is that right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, cool. Thank cool. you. So you can take a shovel. So, I mean... Look, it's up to you guys to kind of keep track of the money. I can't, I can't do both sides of the equation. So. I've uh, tallied mine up, so I know how much it's going to cost. <laughs> okay, cool. So, so Ada's buying a shovel. Five gold pieces. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyone else know what they want to get? Any more for any more? I'd yeah. love some acid. Please? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's the kind of acid you're hoping for. What kind of acid is it, good sir? It's, oh, it's the best kind. <laughs> <laughs> I will have two, please. Two acids, two please. Two acids in a vial, please. In two vials. Two vials of acid. So he brings you two vials. One vial is green and has a skull and crossbones on it. He goes, this acid is for breaking things down. And then he hands you another vial and it's tie-dye and swirling <laughs> with a yellow smiley face on it. And he goes, and this acid's for building things up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sorry, I've stolen your catchphrase, Ash. Oh, he doesn't even know. It's fine. Uh, that is uh, 50 gold in total. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Enjoy. Oh, I Don't will. Don't get them confused. <laughs> I hope not. I did that once. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I ended up here. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. What happened? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't a bugbear before. Ooh. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Tommy wants to get a uh, healer kit, climber kit, <laughs> grappling hook, a signet ring, and a hunting trap, please. <laughs> oh my, that's okay. amazing. That's um, so funny. How much does that all come to? It's only 42. Okay, that's fine. Cool. So he he uh, he gets those things down for you. So there's like an area of the shop that's like um, adventurer multi pack section. <laughs> the vampire, the, the like, vampire hunting section. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so he, he gets you all that stuff down. So yeah, you you, nice. you get all that. Sick, all set. As he's like scanning these things for the till, and he says, "I'm I'm so glad you guys came in today." <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine Tommy right now. Is he just like back at the front, back in the back, <laughs> like, pocket? He says, um. He says, if there's anything you, you can't see on my shelves, I do have some rarer items around, and I can get hold of things, too. I can get, so if you need anything in particular, you let old Bramwell know, yeah? Nice. Can I, um, can I purchase a few items, please? He says, yeah, sure. I like your sandals. Oh, thank you. They're magnificent, aren't mm, they? They are. <laughs> Could I get an orb, please? An orb? Yes. Oh, Sure. So he reaches behind the counter and takes down like a glass one you're after? Yeah, cool. big, big glass one. And he hands that to you. How much is that? 20. Cool. And um, could I also get a wooden staff? A wooden staff? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're all like in a uh, holder by the door, you know. But what did your staff look like? Um, so I'm trying to think. So it kind of 
shoulder height. Yeah. Um, but engraved in it is kind of like a floral kind of swirly pattern. Cool. And it's got like like grooves in where you hold it. Nice. And then an eye carved into the top. Cool. So you get that. And then um, can I get two bits of rope as well, please? He goes, yeah, sounds like you're planning quite a party. <laughs> She's just going to wear them over each shoulder, kind of crossed across her chest. Nice. Cool. That's Cassandra done. Could I get... I mean, <coughs> could I have... <laughs> it's going to be a bit expensive. Can I have two healing potions? Mm, good choice. A healer's kit. Yeah. And a sledgehammer. <laughs> and a sledgehammer. <laughs> 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 and that's... 107 gold. Fuck's sake, Beth. <laughs> Eden potions are 50 gold each. Yeah. I'll let bad. you off because we need them because none of us are healers. thought just in case I run out of magic. I've got a shovel. He looks at Porkchop and he goes, that's a cute little critter you got there, friend. Yes, it is. He's, uh, how are you, uh, how are you transporting him? I'm sort of just carrying him at the moment. And how's that working out for you? It's <laughs> both convenient and inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I get you. Yes, well, I've got my uh, pet care section. That's it's a new line just coming in, but yeah. I've, I've had my first delivery if you're interested. I'll have a look, please, sir. <laughs> so in there, there's a whole range of ways of carrying your pet around with you. So there's like, uh, there's like a sling papoose thing, but there's also like a top hat with like a um, chamber in it that's with a glass window that you can sit a creature in. Um, and there's also a backpack that's got like a, a window uh, as well that you can put them in. And he said, they're, uh, they're, all, they're all the rage in Brighthelm. They're the latest fashion. If you're interested. How much are they? They're uh, 25. 25 gold. Um, I don't know to get a papoose or a clear backpack. But do you say there's a top hat with the fucking window? Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I think I'll just stick with a papoose, you know. Papoose, yeah. Yeah. So the, actually, the papoose is only fifteen gold. Yeah. Yeah. On a budget. Yeah. Cool. So it's your classic kind of sling papoose thing. And pork chop just fits snugly right in there. Lovely little snug. Brownwell looks at pork chop all coloured up in his papoose. He goes, mm, "Yeah, nice. It is nice, isn't it? <laughs> I like this. Do you sell sweets?" He says, "Yeah, we got all sorts of sweets." And he's got like sweets in all different jars behind him. Can I? Use five gold coins to buy a handful of sweets. Yeah, of course you can. I then hand them over to yourself. Oh, what, back to Bramwell? Oh, yeah. Oh, because he goes... Because he loves, he loves sweets. Says, oh, I try to stay out of my own merchandise, but... Give in! What a kind gesture. And then he just starts going, <laughs> 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 he eats all the sweets. When he comes back, all of his furs all matted and sickly with top, and he looks up here and he goes, Thank you. Anytime. <laughs> Are we all done now? Um, uh, yeah. Well, sorry, I'm spending all our fucking money. But I ain't gone the yet. Sounds sorry. Of, the, of the farmer, it sounds. Like a werewolf? Is it me you're asking or Bramwell? I'm sort of, sort of just asking if werewolves thought, exist in this land. Thing. I thought the same thing. I don't think I can tell you that. Yeah. Well, are you thinking of getting something? Something silver. Something the cheapest, silverest thing that we can buy and throw at it. But I, I don't know if it is going to be a werewolf or not. I think yeah. it's, uh, yeah, we spend some money. Buy a silver thingy. What's my signet ring made of? Do you want it to be made out of silver? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got punch some silver it. rings <laughs> on it. Yeah. fucking gobble. He goes, oh, you going monster hunting up in the woods? No, the farm. Why? What's up in the woods? Goes, oh, well, all sorts of strange <laughs> stuff happens up in, in these woods behind me. That's, I'm fine. I've got old Olivia out there. 
She's great. Because <laughs> isn't she? Isn't she? She's lovely. But uh, yeah. Oh man, all sorts of strange things in those woods. We may yeah. investigate after we've dealt with the farm situation. We'll be back for yeah. some more tools. <laughs> and he says, "Oh, do you, I made a recording? Do you want to hear?" Yes. 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 And he kind of roots around under his counter, and he comes back, and he's got a big seashell. <laughs> is it just the sea? And he goes, "Well, I mean, the the thing is, <laughs> most times seashells they just record the sea because that's what they're here. Is but if you tune them right, they can record anything." <laughs> And he, he hands over the seashell. So as you take it, he goes, I heard this coming out of the woods the other night. Big flash of light. And then this. And as you put your ear to the show, you hear this. What, what does it say? What did you hear? <laughs> what? Uh, uh, what? <laughs> he looks at you while he's like, right? <laughs> right? What's that? Take your silver ring in there. Find out what that is. Sounds like a moose. Oh. Maybe they're saying, Una. Una. Big flash of light. Great big flash of light. And then that keeps happening. <laughs> that's intriguing. Leave that with us. Well, that's my shell. You can, that's my shell. I can't leave it with you. You, you can keep the shell. She, she means leave the, the whole can idea I? of it with us and we will. But it's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your shell. Bye. Oh, we'll be back. <laughs> Thank you for all your help and oh, assistance. Oh, hang on. I think uh, London wants something. One. Lock. Two hunting trap. Three signet ring. <laughs> he goes, four. Okay. <laughs> 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 what was the first one? Lock. <laughs> oh, if we say Glock. <laughs> <laughs> We're signet ring bros as well. Yeah. And then he might have a Glock in his... Do you have a... <laughs> yeah, three guns. He goes, I, I, yeah, I got a Glock. And he goes down to the counter. Yeah, it's a clock. Um, and he, a glockenspiel. It's a glockenspiel. <laughs> and he's playing it. You know when you have the two beaters in each hand and he's really good. And he's, as he's playing it, he's just staring you in the eyes and doing this wide smile. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I love percussion. <laughs> Do you also play bongos by chance? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> You're so talented. Because I've got a bongo circle runs every other Tuesday. <gasps> Can I come along? Yeah, sure. Wear the sandals. Oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> he's, my new, new, he's my new friend. I still love you, though, Ada. It's fine. That was 20 gold that cost me for those. So I can... Can I choose the signet ring again? Like, I'll cut... I didn't choose what was on mine. Mm. Oh, yeah, you can design your signet rings. Nice. Go. I want a seagull on mine. <laughs> Albin, until you die. Yeah. So you've got a silver seagull signet ring. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's the SS, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to have a. Uh, I'm going to have the, the worm on mine. The worm. It's going to be. Oh. As you're looking, it's like it's in the front of the county you know, in a glass cabinet, and there's like rows and rows of jewelry there. <laughs> so you find this. Use your silver as well. Uh, I think what I'm going to do mine is. As uh, gold, gold with a, with a giant purple worm kind of swirling yeah. around in it. Yeah, like with right. a sort of an amethyst purple worm in it. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Mine's so shit in comparison to yours. <laughs> and when I put it on, I I give uh, sense, I give Tommy a fist bump. <laughs> we, we give a ring bump. <laughs> <laughs> Do we? <laughs> Come on, Tommy, let's have a little ring bump. <laughs> <laughs> As you ring bump, Bramwell goes, oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I don't know if I like Bramwell. Between us. He says, I like you. <laughs> I think you're real neat. I said between us, so it's fine. <laughs> I but like Bramwell. I can't wait to join the drum circle. <laughs> the, the idea is that, like, 
because we're moving away from D&D racism bugbears are always like these super evil just like monstrous villainous things but our bugbear is this really chill uh, old timey shopkeeper who's also a veteran hippie yeah is he is it like old Uh, yeah I think he's I think he's seen a bit (laughs) (laughs) cool yeah nice think someone who can reminisce about Woodstock Mm -hmm. that's the vibe nice okay cool the kind of person Cassandra wants to be friends with okay cool Mm. cool Awesome. What what do you want to do? Smash hits? Yes. And then bed. Then smash hits and bed. Cool. So you head back to Smash Hits and you actually can't hear the sound of, for the first time since you've been past Smash Hits, since you've arrived here, you can't hear the sound of anyone making weapons in there. So you go in and Helga is kind of sat in a chair behind the counter just like breathing very heavily with a like a wet towel on her head uh, it just looks fucking exhausted and uh, Sonia is polishing a kind of set of new weapons which are all laying on the counter and she goes oh fantastic fantastic god we got some goodies for you <laughs> so first of all Ada she looks at you and she she hands you a giant two-handed warhammer but the, the Ada war- starts weeping the the warhammer it's got a spike in the middle and then like two hammerheads either side but as you look closely at it the two hammerheads are shaped like big metal tits with spikes <laughs> and, the, and the spike that holds them together in the middle is a big metal vulva yeah um, and as you take it, Helga takes a towel of her head and she looks at you and winks and puts the towel, cold <laughs> towel back over her head. Thank you so much. That's amazing. Right, next. Sonia turns to you, Bear, and she goes, I think you're going to like this. Yes. And she hands over you a long sword in a scabbard, but on the pommel of the sword is pork chop. Uh, there's like a a pig on the end of it and she goes we call it the pig sticker yes I love it (laughs) (laughs) pig sticker (laughs) so it's a long sword but I'll give you the stats Cassandra she goes we know you druids can be funny about your weapons but I'm pretty sure you'll be okay with this and she pulls out from uh, top of the counter it's a sickle that handle is made of crystal and then the sickle within the metal are inlaid uh, the constellations that are all glowing on the blade my gosh and so she hands that over to you thank you because right 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 L- london it's it's we've gone a bit off the wall we've tried something we've gone for it <laughs> she, hit me um she hands over to you and um she's got she, there's two things here so one of them is a small black crossbow and then the other one is a black short sword yes please and the pommel is like polished black wood and the blade is black as well and the crossbow and all the bolts are black too i said they'll never see you coming <laughs> thank you sonia <laughs> so so you've got a hand a crossbow and a short sword <laughs> sana your, yours was the only one where i did your quiz and i wasn't sure if i wasn't sure which way you were going to go okay and so i think yours was the only one i'm going to give you a chance to kind of choose between like outside of the game and then we'll and then we'll role play it just because, okay. yeah, I just wasn't sure. So you can either have daggers or a staff. I'll have daggers. Oh, fuck. Okay, it was right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the quiz works! <laughs> <laughs> so she looks at you and she goes, okay, my feathery friend. <laughs> yes. And she pulls out two daggers that are shaped like lightning bolts. And as she oh. hands them over to you, they kind of crackle with energy. Yes. And she goes, stick those in your holsters. <laughs> oh, I will. Thank you. You. Right, and finally, Tommy says, "And the handyman, look what we've got for you." And uh, you've got two things. So the first thing she hands you is a—it's a short sword, 
but the short sword looks exactly like it's a giant screwdriver basically and the the uh the kind of instead of having a crossbar it's just got like a round disc like you would have on a big screwdriver <laughs> and it, it can actually function as like a massive screwdriver perfect <laughs> she also hands you a shield which is just a blown up version of the three lines on the england shirt with the three lines and the crest shape tommy oh, there's God. a little tear in tommy's <laughs> <laughs> Um, and she says, so there you go. There you go, my darlings. Why don't you, why don't you use them? Come back. We'll see what, what upgrades we can maybe put on there for you. Thank you both so much. So much. Is there anything we can like offer you in return for these amazing gifts? She says, no. Drovac gave you a note. You got the ore. It's, it's on us. It's fine. <sighs> Thank you. Very, very Thank you, kind. Sonia. I said, you're welcome. And then she walks away and just goes and, you know how people sit on a chair, like with it between their legs. She just does that, but on Helga and they just start <laughs> kissing. I can say you're not there. <laughs> but they're really going okay. for it. <laughs> Bye, Bye. Bye. They don't respond. <laughs> Be safe. <laughs> Did have a feeling about them too. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> So we're going to head back to the Gerard's way. Yes. Yes. And have a sleep. Call it a day, I think. Cool. I think I'm going to have a, a quick drink and a little dance. <laughs> so you you head into the into the Gerard's way. Um, the band playing the most wounded emo music you've ever heard. And uh, everyone stood around drinking their black drinks from skulls. I'm like cuddling my new Warhammer, just like dancing with it. <laughs> um, do you want to order a drink? Yeah, just just the usual, please, Barkeep. So there's um, there's a, a very large, there's like a very large orc or something behind the bar, but they've got the bachi with a big like black hood up and they turn around to face you. And instead of being a face, it's a whole body stood in the hood. And it's Silas, the the tiny little gnome master of spice, stood in the hood. He goes, we need to talk upstairs in two minutes. And then the figure turns back around again. And when he turns back again, it is just a big orc. And he's looking at you. What do you want? Nothing. Um, Hello, good sir. Shall we all go to bed? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yes. I'm seeing little men. (laughs) (laughs) Quite a long day. Long, long day. Cool. So you go up into your rooms. Which are you you going to go together or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's say you've got kind of like a common room with some bedrooms off of it because that makes the narrative process much easier. Yeah. Uh, so you go into your like private quarters and you go into the sort of uh, like living room bit there and Silas is sat on a sofa as you walk in. He says, "We need to talk. Sit down." What's what's going on? He says, "Well, the papers you found, we've examined them." And they're written in an ancient language, one we only rediscovered recently when we happened upon Lioness. It's the language the people of this place used over a thousand years ago. It's carved into the ruins, the stone circle and the temple. We've only recently worked out the translation of it ourselves. As far as we know, we're the only people in the world who know about it. You can imagine then how shocked we were to see it written in these documents you brought to us. <laughs> it just sounds so much like um, John Richardson. You <laughs> <laughs> sure you find you so funny? <laughs> Sorry. He said, yeah, this, this language, we've only just discovered it ourselves. And then we find it on the papers you handed to us. And this is what it said. And he hands this piece of paper to London. And he says, would you be so kind as to read this out for us, please, London? (laughs) 
awesome. Uh, it says, Cool Runnings, Private Investigators, 58 Kurgan Villas, Brighton East Sussex, BN7, 1LC, London at coolrunnings.co.uk. <laughs> As you look up from the piece of paper, Silas has pulled two crossbows and they're pointed at you, London. He's right. What the fuck is going on? Thank you for listening to episode six of Dungeons and Dopamine. Our uh, next episode is out on uh, March the 8th, so two weeks' time. And... um, we're going to be every, every two weeks now, every every other Wednesday going forward. We we had a kind of a bit of a break over Christmas, uh, partly because it was Christmas, and partly because we've not been doing this that long, and we sort of wanted to stop and evaluate where we were and and how we were going forward. But that that's the that's the plan. Every two weeks for the foreseeable um, on on a Wednesday. So next one is March the eighth. Uh, if you if you can't wait and you want more content in the meantime, then you can sign up to our Patreon. Like I said, it's just a pound, uh, and there's loads of other stuff on there. There's like bloopers, reels. There's um, the peer review show. There's a couple of episodes of Monster of the Week campaign on there. So there's there's quite a bit. Um, follow us on Instagram if you if you're enjoying it. Then please um, rate and review, particularly on iTunes. Um, tell your friends about it. That that would be wonderful. Um, and um, yeah. I hope you're enjoying the adventure and we'll see you next time. Thanks.